welcome to Honey Hush, the podcast for up-and-coming and established leaders alike. Every week, we discuss how to win influence with one simple strategy, kindness. Whether you are a successful entrepreneur or still in the dream phase, Honey Hush is for you. Now, here are your Hive hostesses, three Southern businesswomen who know a thing or two about using honey to attract the bees, Lacey, Michelle, and Elizabeth. Welcome, friend. It is Lacey here, and today is going to be a good day. I am really glad you're listening, and thank you so much for being here, first of all. Um, I hope you know by now that when you listen to my episodes here, you're probably going to hear about the Enneagram, of course, um, but you're also, it's probably a pretty consistent thing that you're going to hear about a failure of mine. (laughs) I think that I've just learned so much from ways that I've uh, not done things well, and I feel the responsibility to pass that on to you and to share that with you. So today is no different, and we're going to go with a pen and a paper. So uh, make sure you have something to jot some things down with again today that I hope are going to help you. I think that we'll be able to really relate to each other today. I think that we all find ourselves in a position of um, just being really frazzled and strung out and um, being pulled from thing to thing in a way that we end up growing really shallow roots because we have such um, a wide range of things going on in our lives. And those roots can never really take hold and grow deeply because we don't have the capacity for that. So I've talked about some a part of this before in an earlier episode, but we're going to break it down today a little bit more deeply. And it's the idea of panning for gold. I talked to friends about this and I've talked to so many of you about this Um so so much since the first episode that I mentioned it. And so I thought that we would just dig into it a little bit more today and talk about practical ways to do this in several areas of our lives. As I started thinking about it and taking down notes and creating the outline for this episode, I was like, gosh, I don't just need to do this in work or in my business. I need to do this in a lot of places in life. So that's what we're going to talk about. If you feel like you're coming into this episode exhausted, this is for you. If you just feel like you're dropping balls left and right, this is for you. Um, This is where I've lived most of my life, and I don't want to be that way anymore. I want to improve and grow, and I think that we have to get to a point where we just say enough is enough, but the hard part of that means that there are things we have to let go of, and letting go of things can be really challenging. So we're going to talk about a way to kind of spin that, and instead of just focusing on, you know, cutting losses and, you know, just dropping things off of our plate. I think there's a really strategic way we can do it that, um, can be really beneficial to life and into, um, going into a place of flourishing, um, versus flailing. (laughs) I'm really tired of flailing. I don't know about you, but okay. So let's get started. You know, I am an Enneagram seven but I don't know that this is necessarily unique to a seven. However, I do know, um, I think, I mean, that we can all be affected by this. So I don't want you to just say, oh, I'm a two, so I'm not going to struggle with that. I think that this is a, a temptation and a struggle for all of us. It might probably just presents differently. Um, so I would challenge you to think about ways in your life that you experience this because it definitely applies to all of us. But I will share with you that a huge downfall of a seven is 
the challenge of needing more, needing more experiences, needing more stimulation, um, needing more information, needing just more of everything, food. (laughs) Um, it is really hard to turn off our desire for more. And, you know, that's a hard pill to swallow. (laughs) I really don't like that about myself. Um, and while I wouldn't call myself necessarily materialistic, I'm not, you know, someone that needs like, I'm not a big shopper. I'm not, um, that's not me, but I definitely believe that, that more, um, stimulation, especially around like, just like my phone and conversations with friends, like it's hard to turn that off. And I find myself, my brain being so full at the end of the day that I can hardly, like, I can't turn it off. Then I can't sleep. Then, you know, it just spills over into everything. And so, um, maybe that's a struggle for you. Maybe it's not, but for sevens, for sure, it is a huge struggle, which creates this whole thing in life where I'm literally, you know, I imagine myself like, like a a chef or someone who works in a restaurant and I have plates, you know, stacks of plates in my hand and I'm trying to walk on stilts and everything. And I'm just, everything's teetering and it's just going to take one little tiny slip up for everything to come falling down. And that's where I have lived truly probably the last, I don't know, gosh, 20 years. I mean, I, I, since I was a child, I can remember feeling this way. I'm a yes person, right? I say yes to everyone and everything. And, um, that leads to exhaustion. Yes. It leads to our brains being tired. Yes. But in my life, it's led to a lot of failures. It's led to letting a lot of people down. It's led to the loss of friendships, um, the loss of relationships, all because I just kept saying, I can do that. I can do that. And so what I've learned is that more stuff, relationships, friendships, materials, especially responsibilities, you know, all of those things, right? Like friendships and relationships and um, material things and experiences, more responsibility comes with all of those things. And so the more responsibilities we have, the more opportunities we're going to have for chaos and for failure. And, you know, it's, it's not because we're weak um, necessarily, although I fully admit that there are so many times where I'm so very in so many areas where I'm so very weak. Um, but I, I don't want, but I think if we say, I think we can be really quick to say, well, you know, I'm strong enough to handle that. I'm strong enough to handle that. What I mean is it's not about strength and weakness. Um, it's about stress. And when we have that much, when, when we take on that much responsibility, when we put the, this much just stuff on our shoulders, um, we're going to fail. We're just going to fail. We're going to have so many more opportunities to experience failure. And I think there is a better way. So what I think we need the most is to give ourselves permission to simplify. I don't like to do that <laughs> because again, I'm, I'm like, does that make me weak? If I can't take all this on, does that make me like, can I just, I'm just not able to do it. I'm not strong enough. And again, I think we need to take that off the table because, you know, we can, of course, like there's so many of us who can just take all, take on the weight of the world and shoulder everyone's stuff or whatever they've got going on. Or, you know, in our circle, we've talked about with Elizabeth and Michelle, you know, our circle of five, is it my responsibility to take on everyone's, um, you know, whatever everyone has going on in their lives? Um, well, I can do that. Sure. But what is going to be the end result, right? Like where, is that going to take us in our brains and in our productivity? I don't think it's to a good place. So what does it look like to give ourselves permission to simplify? Well, first of all, I think that there are four 
areas where we can simplify. I've talked about this before in work, but there are three other areas that I think are really important. And so the four would be in your job, so in work, um, in your family life. We can simplify that, right? Like there are things we can do to simplify um, our family life. We can simplify our friendships and we can simplify our commitments or responsibilities. And so I need you for just a second to take your, your pen and paper out or your notes in your phone and With those four words in mind, work, family, friendships, and commitments, what are a list of things that you take on in that? What are you, what are your responsibilities um, in work? What are your responsibilities in your family life? How many baseball and soccer and softball games do you have to attend every week? Um, How much do you have going on in your friendships? Do you try to meet five different people for coffee in the first two days of every week? Um, those, those things add up, right? And then just in your responsibilities and commitments, what organizations are you a part of? What have you committed to? What have you said that you would sign up for? Um, it's just a lot. And I think when we make a list and take inventory of what that looks like in our lives on paper, we might look like superheroes or superhumans. Um, but how well are we doing those things? And so what I can't tell you is how to simplify in those areas because our lives look so different. But I think if you took that list and of in those four categories of all the things that are going on there and you go back to painting for gold, if you shook out that sheet of paper and only um, that the only things that were left at the top were the nuggets of gold, the things that were your highest priorities, the things that bring you joy and give you energy, what would those things be? You know, for me and my job, I had to do that. And I was at a place where I was stuck for a really, really long time. And I had to look at all the people that I was working with and all of my responsibilities in my job that I was taking on that really were unnecessary and weren't getting me anywhere. They weren't helping anyone. Um, and some of it was even my, my thoughts around my, surrounding my work. I spent so much time feeling, you know, frustrated or sorry for myself or, um, you know, being paralyzed into getting into activity, all of these things. And so when I shook out my, my job and my responsibilities at work and really realized what are the things left on top that identified people for me that I needed to pour into. Um, it identified tasks that I needed to take on that I could take on that would be really productive for my business. And so thinking about that type of, that type of painting for gold, what are going to be the nuggets of time of, of gold left at the top of your pan in your work, in your family life, in your friendships, and in your commitments. Maybe that means saying you can't meet five friends for coffee a week. Maybe you just can't do it, Um, which leads me into saying yes and no. When do you say yes? Well, we need to say yes when it's our best yes. If I am strung out and it's been a really hard week and there's a lot going on at home and my kid is sick and a friend calls me to go to coffee on a Friday morning, it's really hard for me to say no to that. But there's times when that is, is when I'm saying no to that is going to allow me to say yes to them at a much better time when I'm really, when I really am going to be able to pour into them or listen to them or enjoy our time together. And it just might be, might, might not be that day. And so I think that if, I think that that part, the way that we simplify things, whatever that's going to look like for you, all comes down to communication. We've got to communicate our best yeses and our healthy no's. Saying no, again, it doesn't show weakness or strength. We're taking that off the table. But what it does show is emotional health. It's saying, you know what, I would love to, um, but I can't do that today or this week. We're going to have to get together next week. Um, 
or at a, you know, another part, another time of, the, of this month that works for you. Um, I think that creating boundaries around work and around family and around friendships and our commitments is a really, really healthy thing to do. And so in your life and in those four categories, what looks like your best yeses? What yeses are going to be your best ones and which no's are going to be healthy no's to to have to say? Um, But we know that if we do that, it's going to lead to less responsibility and less responsibility it's going to give us the space to grow really deep roots in those places. And then we're going to thrive. You know, thinking about a plant, my mom came in town last weekend and we um, took advantage of some sunny days and we planted a bunch of flowers. I bought way too much. And I have no idea, like, you know, when you have four pots and you have um, all these different places to plant flowers, um, I had in my head that I needed like enough plants for like 50 pots. So we ended up with some flower beds and some, uh, extra pots that we were pulling out of the garage. And so we've got a lot of plants and flower situations going on at our house right now. Um, but just because I plant a lot of flowers doesn't mean that they're all going to thrive right? Um, Now I have a bigger responsibility to take care of all of them so that they can grow enough roots to stick around, which I'll keep you posted on that. But think about, think about a garden and think about your life like that. Like how much responsibility in watering plants and growing deep roots and giving them the nutrients they need, can you handle? And for me, um, I probably did too much at the at the uh, garden store. I probably should have not gotten what I got, but it's the same thing about our lives. And I'm learning to take on less responsibility so that I can thrive in the areas where I have a lot of responsibility. You know, I will share with you for me personally, that is my marriage and my family and raising my son. Um, it is my own personal emotional health. You know, self-care I feel like is something that's so thrown around and um, can become this really selfish thing. But if you look at it in a healthy way, you know, we can only, I say this all of the time, you can only give out of a full cup. And so it is important to have boundaries around, you know, your family time and your personal time so that you're giving out of a full cup. And so um, that is what that looks like for me. That's my first priority. Then I can move into my work. And my work is very important to me because I love it. I love my job and I love the people that I work with tremendously. I've never been in a place before where I love my job this much, I don't think. And so um, that's another place where I'm simplifying, but I'm also growing really deep roots there. And I'm working really hard and simplifying allows me to, to work even harder and to work smarter. You know, in friendships and relationships, I have the best friends I've ever had in the world. And I'm so thankful for that. Um, but that did take saying some no's and, you know, protecting time around that and saying yes when I can and when I know it's going to be my best yes. And then for me in commitments, to be perfectly honest, I don't take many on. You know, I'm not in a lot of social clubs and um, extracurricular things, uh, but it's because in this season of life, I know that if I do and if I take that on, I will fail. And so um, that is where I stand personally. And so I just challenge you to look at that list. What are the things you can cross off? What are the things you can say a healthy no to that are going to lead to your best yes? And um, I'm excited to hear from you on um, just ways that you're going to simplify your life 
What are going to be the nuggets of gold sitting at the top of your tray? I really would love to hear back from you on that. You can reach me on Instagram, of course. You can message us at Honey Hush Hive on Instagram. And while you're doing that, while you're reaching out and messaging us with your feedback, I would love for you to just screenshot this episode and um, put a fun little gold emoji or whatever the GIF, GIF. Also, is it GIF or is it Jeff? I don't know. Um, on your stories, we'd love for you to share that with your friends. If this resonates with you, please share it with a friend. Just shoot it in a text message. Um, you can find the share button on the podcast app wherever you're listening. And we would just really love for you to send your friends here and to um, continue to help us provide this content for you because it's life-giving for us. So um, we would love for you to share this episode and let us know what you think about it. I'm really thrilled that you joined me here today, and I cannot wait to see um, how you're going to pan for gold in your life, where you're going to do that, and what it's going to lead to in your life. So I will see you on the next episode of Honey Hush. Thanks for hanging with me today. Mm -hmm.